What's happening? I am living the dream. How are you doing today? Living the dream as well. I hate to be the only one, you know. I know it. <laughs> so it's a good day. Uh, we have uh, we have some interesting day. new beer. We do. We have multiple beers, in fact. So uh, we uh, we have a shout, shout out to uh, our buddy Kyle. <laughs> we'll leave it nameless since he could have broken several laws in <laughs> getting us this beer. How's that? Is that fair? That, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But, it, was, it was nothing like malicious. It's just we... He did us a solid. He sure. helped us out. Yeah, it's, we it's we planned poorly. We were looking for last minute stuff, mm-hmm. and then we wandered out on the street. <laughs> and uh, I said, "Wonder if Kyle is working." <laughs> and I went over and leaned in like we were doing a drug deal, and said, "Man." Yeah. <laughs> I started with two pints, and he said, well, I could do the cans. I'm like, the cans would be perfect. Yeah. And so then we started perusing the cans. and They've and got a good selection over there. They have there, a great so, selection. Yeah. And one thing led to another, and they had uh, two beers from uh, Against the Grain down in Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. And so uh, I've only tried so far the uh, Against the Grain A beer. It's a super American premium lager. Oh, I've I've not tried either yet. So, so uh, you should try the lager. I, you know, I don't drink lagers a lot, but uh, this afternoon after a heavy lunch, a lager is a, a nice way to cleanse the palate. Oh, that is good. And it's um, I would not call it a light lager at all. I mean, it's a it's a robust lager. Yeah, it's it's good. It's got good flavor. So it's it's still it's still a lager for sure. Um, but it's it's not just basically like uh, you know like water with a hint of beer like some lagers no, no. tend to get. It's it's got some good flavor. So yeah. it's, I could see this one having uh, I could see this having broad appeal. You know, kind of like um, kind of like the blonde ale from Country Boy Brewing, the Cougar Bait. That's got like yeah. no one at worst. You're like it's okay. You know, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it, but it has broad appeal unless you know. I don't even really like beer that much. Unless you don't really like beer at all, in which case you're probably not going to enjoy it. But yeah, I do too. So yeah, too. yeah. So I think it's a, a really good, uh, really good lager. I can't, I, I haven't had this one before. I, I've just tasted the second one from Against the Grain. And I have actually, now that I've tasted it, I've had this one. Oh, that's it. Just smells good. What is yep. the what is the name of this one? It, it is the brown note. Brown notes. Yep. Okay. And so it is an American brown ale, and uh, I recall having this on tap maybe Ooh. at the pizza place, and really liking it. Okay. They almost always um, have have something from against the grain on tap. What's the one you were sit your ass down? Sit your ass down. Yeah, like the hop type citra. Yeah. yeah. So, so they've had that over there recently. Oh, okay. At, okay. The, at the pizzeria. And uh, uh, I know they've had this in the past. I that have, is really good. I'm is. a huge fan of that. It is. I um, I have a habit of uh, saying, hey, Jenny, I'll pick up uh, dinner and I'll, I'll go over to the pizza place. And, <laughs> and, uh, Goodfellas is the pizza yeah. place across the way. And uh, they have beer on tap. So... Mm-hmm. Well, I could get stuff that they have already made, but if I have them make me a special pizza, <laughs> I have to wait for it. Exactly. And I could have a beer or two on Exactly. Top. I was going to say, the other strategy is like never call ahead and put in the order. Physically go there and tell them what you want 
and then just start drinking while they absolutely uh, they have never called in an order at some <laughs> right? place that has that has beer on tap. Yeah, I'd rather sit there for thirty minutes and wait and enjoy a beer or two. Actually, there is a place in Frankfurt, Buddy's Pizza. Yeah, we will call it in, and I will generally go in, and they'll look at me, and I'll say. Can you just hold it back there? I'm gonna have <laughs> Can a you beer. keep it in the oven and then for go, a little bit there, and yeah. then I'll go out and say, "Oh yeah, I had to wait a little while." And, and, uh, and hopefully, she didn't. They were they were backed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so, so we thought we'd get together. We're getting ready to to do some traveling. We and, are. And, uh, there's all sorts of uh, the bold, intrepid adventures yeah. that we are during these perilous times. Perilous times, you know, <laughs> pandemics and all that, and. And so, uh, um, I just threw in a, uh, uh, a makeshift title as a holding place. I said, danger, Will Robinson. And, and I was curious if you got that reference, Yeah, you, you knew right away. I, I did know right away, although, uh, full disclosure, I have never watched the original lost in space. Um, I saw the, I'm going to guess late nineties movie that they made that had, uh, Matt LeBlanc, aka Joey from Friends, uh, yep. in the movie. That that's the thing I think of. That you know, of course, they had to take that iconic line from the robot. But yeah, yeah absolutely. So you saw the remake? I but, did. Uh, yeah, I've not I, seen the original. I, I, I grew up watching the original, and and so uh, the robot would usually say "Danger, Will Robinson" right when somebody was getting ready to fuck up. Yeah. So <laughs> so it, it wasn't necessarily a. He sees something that nobody else is seeing. Right. It was like somebody's getting ready to screw up. Oh, so, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and so I, I, I Googled it just to make sure that my recollection was correct. And it was like, yeah, somebody's about to make a mistake. <laughs> so uh, so I that's, thought that was great. It was good that I remembered that. I re- but I remember growing up watching that. There was uh, there they they did another series on Netflix like a year or two ago as well. It's like they? another remake. Yeah, uh, I know our good friend Brandy. Uh, she really enjoyed it. I watched the first episode and was just kind of like, eh. huh? I, I wasn't a big fan. So it oh. wasn't bad. It just really wasn't my thing. So um, I did not watch any more than that. But I'll, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I'd be I'll curious your your hot take on yeah. it. I I know there was like one. At least one season. I don't know if they did another one. I've I've not looked recently. No, oh, I'll definitely take a look because yeah. uh, uh, all the remakes are are interesting to to see what yes. people have done. Yes, and so. they can sometimes be really really good, or sometimes really really bad, and sometimes just. Eh. So uh, we're getting ready to jump on uh, a big old jet airplane. We are. And uh, all cabined up there, breathing the same air as absolutely. everybody else. Yeah, and, boy. Uh, so the uh, the coronavirus is is uh, gaining traction. Um, there are actually uh, I heard this morning from one of our coworkers, who one of his staff members sent him. There are actually uh, Hillsborough County, Manatee County, and someplace else in Florida. There are people that uh, have uh, been identified as All having right. the coronavirus. So Florida is a new state. Sweet. And we're going right in the middle we're of Florida. We're going into the eye of the hurricane. No Florida puns intended. Absolutely. So <laughs> uh, so should be interesting. I dropped up in the, the show notes. Uh, the first thing was uh, the Center for Disease Control and all the things that you should should do to protect yourself from the coronavirus. The, the top things are uh, wash your hands frequently. Yep. 
uh, sneeze into the the crook of your arm. Um, face masks, uh, it turns out, are uh, all the rage. They're sold out everywhere, and yes. that's not anything that the Center for Disease Control actually recommends that you do. Yeah, I saw. Um, I didn't. I didn't click on that exact uh, article since we are we are kind of winging this. So I went through the show notes at the very last minute. <laughs> Full so, disclosure, because we're super professional. Um, but I, I heard something to the effect of like, most people don't wear them right, and you just end up touching your face more as you adjust it, and it's actually worse than just not wearing it. And I was going to say, the last thing is don't touch your face, yeah. which we all do 100,000 times a day. Exactly. But I really put this in here to troll you, John. Oh, did you? Okay. I did. So the Center for Disease Control and a number of other uh, health organizations across the world are are starting to think that there is really going to be a pandemic and that there are going to be places and opportunities where people need to be quarantined. And and so one of the things that the Center for Disease Control uh, has said is that you should have two weeks of food at home. And and so... (laughs) And so I immediately put this link in here to troll you. So, John, oh. tell me what's in your refrigerator right now. Uh, so right now in my refrigerator, let's see, I've got probably a third of a bottle of half and half. Um, I've got probably three quarters of a bottle of tonic water. And I've got the majority of a full, I don't even know how big it is, maybe 12 ounce bottle of uh, sweetened lime juice. And then a bottle of uh, mustard. I'm going to guess you don't have any food in your that's, cupboard that's either. That's the extent of it. Um, I had some cereal bars, cashew, not peanut, um, that I ate the last one of this morning. So when you're quarantined, you're gonna it. die. I'm fucked. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, uh, I, I can just, you can you call like Grubhub while you're quarantined? I, I, I think that, that defeats the purpose of being yeah, quarantined. I, I won't. I won't. You know, if I'm at home though, like I won't answer the door while they're there. I'll just tell them to like drop it and leave it, and then so, I'll open the door. And get so, it. so no joke. There is an article that interviewed a number of of Uber Lyft type drivers. Oh God. And they said, if we got the coronavirus, this is the only way we make money. We would just keep driving. So, so your your Grubhub, your Uber Eats, your uh, whatever uh, driver is likely to be infected. Gonna gonna be even worse off. Yes, that's, yeah. That's awesome. So the double whammy. So the of more concern to me hearing this um, is the fact that I'm also completely out of alcohol at home right now. So, you know. Given the choice between the two, I'd probably be more likely to go to like party source than I would the grocery store. So they they do have food there. They do have some food there too. Yeah, I could maybe pick up some snacks or whatever while I I get my fix. Me being the more mature of us, meaning the old guy, (laughs) um, that's why I keep a beer refrigerator is so that in the event of a pandemic, right. I'm covered. Yeah. You can't be, can't be messing around taking those chances. That's so, so we're awful about eating out. So, so I, we probably have, uh, you can come hang with us. We probably got four weeks of food in our uh, two refrigerators and freezers <sighs> uh, because uh, when it comes to making a choice, Hey, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? Uh, too many times a week. It's uh, Oh, let's order out. 
and uh, and we don't eat what's in the refrigerator. So we're we're yeah. set for a pandemic. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty rare that I ever eat at home. Like I I have frequently been in the position of like I don't even want to leave home, but I don't really feel like doing Uber Eats. So I'll just drive out and get something from somewhere. So. Yeah, yeah you know, every that. time I look at uh, at one of the delivery services, I I look at the prices, and then I'll end up making a, a more convenient thing and doing yeah, myself. Yeah, I even have a gift card that that I have tried to use from here several times, and then when I look at even that I'm not going to pay for it. The amount yeah. is such a steep amount. Yeah, when when you look at the price to have that delivered as opposed to just like going to get it, it's. You know, there is a nice convenience to it, but uh, I'm usually just like, oh, you know, I'm so lazy that I'm not making food. I can at least, you know, walk 20 yards down to my car and go get in it and drive a couple minutes and get food. That's that's good to it's know. It's not as big of an ask. And, and you brought me food once when we were meeting. I did. I did. I hooked you up with some uh, some pizza while we were meeting at the uh, the brewery one time. Yeah. Also cost me uh, a dental appointment right shortly thereafter. Uh, yeah, that is true. That is not my fault, though. No, yeah. You brought the food. <laughs> so uh, the other link I have in here is uh, from Bill Gates. I, I did read that one. That was an interesting article. It, it, and it is. And, and you know, he's been doing good work since he left Microsoft and, and uh, lots of uh, philanthropic work, uh, really trying to, to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And, and regardless of, of what you thought about him at Microsoft, he's, he's morphed into something different. And he makes some really good points about uh, about where we're at, and uh, and and really what we need to do in in other countries, mm-hmm. in 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 what you and I might refer to as third world countries or or less um, um, wealthy countries mm-hmm. and things like that, and and uh, you know the future of of health and human health all across the globe probably. Uh, would be better if people uh, followed some of his recommendations for sure. Yeah, I thought it, you know, it's one of those things that it's it's common sense. Like every you read it and you're like, well obviously, yes, that's the case, but it means something to have somebody like him say things like, you know, for for second and third world countries like more wealthy nations really need to basically like subsidize the cost of some of these preventative measures that like these countries aren't going to be able to do that because they can't afford to, or they just don't have the infrastructure to provide that type of um, care or service that, you know, and like I said, I don't think that's a, a crazy idea. I think most people would be like, Oh yeah. Some of these like war torn nations, like they don't have the ability to, you know, deploy a vaccine to their population, but you know, it does mean something to have somebody, in a position like his saying like, Hey, this is a problem. Like we got to do something about it. Let's like get that dialogue going. So, um, and I agree a lot of the work he's done has been super cool. I actually had the chance to go to the, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates foundation when I visited, uh, Seattle, it happened to be super close to where I was staying. So, oh really? Yeah. I bet that was cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a really neat place. So very, yeah. very cool. I, I think, um, you and I feel that way. I think there are, uh, a segment of the population that uh, if it doesn't affect me, I don't care. Oh, for sure. And and I think they miss the point that if we don't take care of, of these other uh, countries and, and less fortunate people, uh, it has a cascading effect all across the world. I I think we're already seeing. So, so 
So this started as, oh, everybody's panicking. The flu is, is much, much worse. And, and in the matter of two weeks, what we now know with very little, little impact so far with much more to come is that, in fact, this is significantly different and worse than the flu in mm-hmm. its mortality rate and uh, has the potential to to truly I know I know Bill Gates uh, kind of put it between a couple of things in history as as where he thinks it might fall but uh, but both of those things at the time were catastrophic so. yeah it was the uh, I just happened to have it up in that section right now uh, it was the 1957 flu pandemic and how, uh, many, how many people were, were that, killed that one killed one million people yep. and he basically is putting it between that and the 1918 flu pandemic that killed 50 million yeah, people. Yeah, that's why so, I was thinking, 50 million. Yeah, so somewhere between those two is where he's thinking that uh, that this will fall. And, you know, it is, obviously it's made like a lot of news, but uh, the last thing is similar to this that I remember everyone freaking out about was SARS. Yep. And it took no time at all for the total number of deaths from the coronavirus to it surpass it, what SARS that. had. Yeah, Absolutely. so obviously much, much bigger deal. But I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty head-in-the-sand naive outlook to say like, well, that's, that's somebody in a country on the other side of the world. Like if they get sick, that doesn't affect me. I mean, there's a reason why this thing spread across the globe in like a week, <laughs> you know, like we're, we're a global community. Everything's connected. Everybody's flying everywhere. I mean, it's, if it gets really, really bad in one place, you better believe that one, that's going to translate to a higher rate of transmission to areas closer to you. Not to mention the fact that, I mean, I don't know about you, but I look at my retirement fund these days and it's not looking super hot because this has had an impact on the global economy as well, which is impacting the stock market. It's impacting how goods are produced, the prices of those goods, all kinds of things have a negative fallout from this. It's interesting you bring that up. I made that comment to somebody this weekend that uh, regardless of where you were on the political spectrum and, and some of the, the things that the current president did with uh, his, his trade policies, this has been way worse than to, for the economy than than any of those oh, absolutely. Uh, trade policy things that were were not really beneficial to the economy either, and uh, and these were just like automatic and and, and I think right now, in listening to uh, a podcast coming in to work this morning, um, we still don't know the complete impact because of the way the supply chain works. So, mm-hmm. so in many countries, those factories and even communities and, and cities have been shut down. So we don't yet have not fully realized the impact of those closings right. because the supply chain had, had some in it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're still probably a few weeks out from finding out, you know that all sorts of things that we rely on across the globe are incredibly uh, constrained. I will tell you. So, uh, so my mom panicked a little bit, and and she had me pick up her uh, prescriptions this weekend, and and she wanted uh, a face mask to buy to send to my sister who lives in 
Las Vegas because it's close to California where some of the people mm-hmm. came and were quarantined. You, I'm, I'm not making up that, that, that logic and math. And, um, and so, you know, the, the pharmacy didn't have any and she wanted me to go look around town and I just wasn't going to be that guy to right, go right, around right. town. But, uh, uh, Jenny, my significant other happens to be in the funeral business and they were running low on supplies. She didn't think anything about it. And she ordered some supplies and, uh, their face mask for her business are, uh, back ordered for mm-hmm. ever and ever. And all of that is a result. She she said they've never been back ordered. So. Yeah, I've I've seen similar reports for even like doctors' offices, hospitals, that kind of thing. They're they're running out and they can't get new ones because jabronis out on the street are buying them Every, up. Everybody's panicking. Like it's gonna do them any good or make a difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So it's 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 interesting. Uh, and then uh, as we were getting started in here. Something flew across in front of me on uh, Twitter that in Seattle, the Costco's are running out of all their supplies. So milk, bread, water because of the impending quarantine. So so I, I think we're, we're you, you and I are probably about to do one of those Danger Will Robinsons where we shouldn't get on the plane because something, somebody's about to make a mistake, probably us. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to get on the plane anyway. Um, but it seems like we're right on the edge of something uh, historical happening with this uh, pandemic. Yeah, it makes me it makes me feel warm and fuzzy that uh, my my schedule right now is in like two days we're flying out, uh, spending a few days in Florida, come back. I have two more days at home, and then I am headed to Louisville for the remainder of the week. Then I have a week at home, and then I go to Chicago. So uh, I'm glad I could front load all of my travel during during this nice uh, this nice dangerous dangerous time. I saw. Um, so I don't. I don't think we've actually mentioned it so far this episode. Uh, what we're actually traveling for. We haven't. Which is the uh, PodFest Expo. It's like a podcast expo uh, down in Orlando. And I even saw they had, uh, you know, of course, they've been spamming the ever-living shit out of me since uh, since I bought my tickets. But by the way, did, did, you, did you buy the lunch for Saturday and Sunday for $299? You know, this is going to shock you, uh, but I did not. Um, what the shit? Especially, not only was it that expensive, but they sent the wrong link to buy the lunch initially and then had to send another one that was like, hey, if you happened to be high at the time and you were going to spend that much money on a lunch, uh, our bad, like you should buy it at this link. So, so, like, so they're leading the with, fuck? here's lunch for Saturday and Sunday. It'll be quiet. It'll be terrific. It'll be good food. And all you'll get the recordings of the conference as well. Yeah. They're selling it for $299. They're, they're giving us lunch and selling the recordings. And to me, that's, uh, that's sketchy. At yeah. Best. That's, that's some, that's, that's some sketch stuff for sure. But, yeah. um, in their, their multitudes of spam, um, I think one of the things they sent, uh, last week maybe was all about like, Hey, Given the state of, 
you know, what's going on medically in the world. Uh, you know, we're going to have like hand sanitizer everywhere. Like maybe don't shake hands with people, that sort of thing. So, fist bump. Yeah. Fist bump. And I'm like, that's uh, it was a, it was a very, um, it was a very hello fellow kids <laughs> kind of yeah. email. You it know, was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. So I'm looking forward so to the conference. We're, yeah. we're going unless something, uh, unless something changes in the next like, Two days because it's it's well basically a dick a day and a half a and I a guess half, right. yeah we were flying out at zero dark thirty Wednesday I believe yeah. absolutely so uh, yeah we'll see we'll see I'm um, I'm hoping that uh, some people are scared and that frees up so that we're not sitting on top of each other on the plane yeah that's what I was kind of thinking too um, it might if assuming that you know I don't actually get sick it could work out for the better if. If people end up canceling, uh, the flight might not be as crowded. Just the convention as a whole might not be crowded as much. Um, I would imagine most of the people doing sessions or speaking aren't going to bail, but like I could see people attending bailing. So I would um, think so. I've I've watched some of the discussion. There is a, a Facebook group, and I've watched some of the discussion on that as well. Uh, I know you're not on the Facebook, but uh, um, it still seems like there's going to be a crowd. So uh, I'm curious to see. I, I think I think some of that really just depends on what's going on with uh, the news. Yeah, I I agree. Um, that and how much people are willing to, especially if they're sort of waiting still, how much they're willing to like eat the cost too of like, well, I bought the ticket, I bought the flight, I bought the hotel. What can I cancel? And is it bad enough that I'm not going to do it? That sort of thing. So what's amazing to me is on Facebook, I'm seeing people that are saying. Oh, um, I've just decided, uh, is it worthwhile for me to come down and, and I can buy a ticket and are there still places to stay and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's a day and a half, two days, three days before I can't imagine what the costs were. And, and so I was looking up the, the ticket prices last night because I was a little confused about our pass and, uh, the prices have gone way up from what you and I paid. I bet because they they tiered it a few times, and I know um, I know when you and I bought our tickets, um, we were just a couple days away from like that next bump up in price. And I have gone back to their website a handful of times, looking at different things on there, and seen that banner they had at the top that was like, "Hey, if you didn't get your tickets yet, buy them by." This time in a couple of days, or otherwise it's going to go up again. So I imagine now they are they're pretty steep. Yeah, I think they are. So, and I noticed uh, when I looked last night that there were they told how many tickets were left at that price. Oh, okay. So, uh, so they must have a cap on the number of people that they're yeah gonna that they're going to actually have in there. But I think you have to figure too. You still got to get if assuming you're not like a Florida native who can just drive there. You know, you got to buy a flight last minute. You got to try to find a room, which. You know, in Orlando, that's always a train wreck to begin with, let alone in such short notice. Well, so. and it's March, so it's the start of spring break yep, season. Yep, everybody going to hit up Disney and everything else. Yeah, if we're it's, lucky, we'll get lots of screaming kids around us on the Oh, flight. man, I can't wait. That's the best. So yeah. so I had that uh, that beside me. Fun story. I, 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 may have, I may have told you this this morning, but uh, I got on the flight and I had a uh, young mother and her young child. Uh, by me when I flew into. Is this uh, your last trip to Florida for work? Yeah, my last trip a couple weeks ago. 
And and so I always download uh, stuff from RedTube, i.e. YouTube Premium, to, to watch on the flight. And uh, so I watched two or three things, and I had a, a BrewDog episode. And at the last minute, I was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't play that BrewDog episode because you <laughs> never know what those guys are going to do. And so I didn't, and I watched other stuff. Jenny and I were were at the house last night, and and all the stuff we had on the DVR was doom and gloom. So I said, "Hey, you want to watch a brew dog?" And so we watched the LA Brew Dog Show, and uh, thank goodness I did not watch that on the plane. About halfway through, uh, one of the guys stripped down to his underwear, and the other guy was trying to get him to get naked completely. And then shortly thereafter, they were brewing beer doing uh, four different movies acting as part of their brewing beer. Really an odd episode. <laughs> and then the last one, they did Titanic. And the other guy was almost naked, laying in a bed in a suggestive tone with a wig on. And I'm just like, nah, I'm just really glad I didn't watch oh, that on awesome. an airplane. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would have been. Laid uh, out like, what, what, was the, uh, what was the name of the actress in Titanic? Oh, what it was across her. from Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, was, and, and so that's um, what he was portraying. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, Kate Winslet. Was it Kate Winslet? That's what I was kind of thinking too. Anyway, I'll, it's, I'll I'll find out in a second. But yeah, no, that's that's not the kind of thing you awkwardly want to have playing. Um, no, and and the 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 little girl was cool, and she it was, is Kate Winslet. Kate yeah. Winslet. All right, and she was like I don't know seven or eight, and I'm just thinking. That would have just traumatized her mom and her. Uh, yeah, right. You, you would have you would have set somebody's life on a course that they yeah. were uh, not prepared for. And and, and, <laughs> and and the the Scottish guy in his underwear with a uh, um, it, it had a. His uh, lavalier mic thing hanging off the back of his <laughs> underwear, and he was in the shower, and it was just, it was classic uh, brew dog uh, fun humor, but probably not yeah. uh, good it, on a plane. Especially like just having no idea they they would have thought you were like the creepiest weirdest guy ever too, which you just never want. No, you never want random people to think you're that guy. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. That's, that's fair. And it turned out that. Uh, apparently it was a family thing. So like there were grandparents and aunts and uncles and they were all surrounded. And I could just imagine I would have had <laughs> daggers, you know, staring at me for, you, the, for the whole flight. You would have been a topic of conversation to say the least after that flight. If Absolutely. you had done it. Yeah. Yeah. So glad Did I you didn't see that guy and what he was watching. Yeah. So, we went to the uh, Mobile World Congress in L.A. We did. We and did. Uh, really what, what got me thinking about uh, having this uh, topic today was that the Mobile World Con- Congress Barcelona mm-hmm. uh, got canceled. It did. That was, what, two, three weeks ago now it was two supposed or, to be? Two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And, and since then, uh, Facebook, Google, Shopify, a bunch of people all across the globe are canceling their their uh, conferences and from what i heard this morning there's a whole slew of other conferences uh coming up that uh that are considering those sorts of uh cancellations yeah so so this uh this illness this pandemic uh may cause a complete shift in the way we uh, communicate collaborate and do 
trade shows in the future. I know that there's been long been a discussion about online mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort of trade shows. To me, that that doesn't have the same feel. I've joined some of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, we um, so the the Kisti conference that you're going to mm-hmm. uh, in a week or so, they actually had a off um, year version of that. Uh, a mid-year version of that online mm-hmm. um, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, they because uh, the they they've always done two. There's the big one in the spring in Louisville that, that I'm going to in two weeks, um, and then they've always done a fall conference. Um, it had a different focus, a much narrower like subset of the group would show up for that. So it was always a much smaller ordeal. Uh, and then they finally decided, hey, let's just because a lot of people. Um, wouldn't feel like it was worth it for them to travel all the way to it, uh, which then made it even smaller, even if it would have had good information for some of those people. Um, so they decided to start doing those online, which I think was pretty pretty cool if it, if it panned out that one. Yeah, I, I attended that one. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. I learned stuff. Um, this will be odd coming from the introvert, although you and I are both kind of introverts. But... Uh, I still kind of like going to things and sitting on the back row. And if I meet two new people, that's two new people that I've met. Yeah. Yeah. And so while I am not the life of the party, nor do I go up and shake everybody's hand and put myself in the middle of situations, I, I still come away from every conference with um, somebody new I met mm-hmm. and some new experience. So uh, I'm not sure just, uh, Living online would would uh, would suit me, but uh, we'll see how all this plays out. Uh, yeah, these are all big time conferences that have canceled. Yeah, and I think I think there's some. Uh, I think the idea of saying like we got a conference and now we want to make it online, and you do that by literally just streaming sessions on the internet is not a very successful approach for that full sort of conference experience. It gets you a lot of that information that you might've wanted, uh, but you do miss a lot. You miss, you know, the vendor hall, just sort of like bumping into people, that sort of thing. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I know I talked about BlizzCon in our, um, our episode we did on conventions and conferences. Um, before I went to BlizzCon the year prior to that, uh, they started offering what they called the virtual ticket, uh, which was, hey, I wasn't able to get a ticket or I couldn't afford a ticket, um, but I still want to like see some of the BlizzCon stuff. And so you paid, it was, it was not a lot. It was like $30, I think, uh, for the virtual ticket. You got like all the in-game goodies and swag that you would have gotten if you physically attended BlizzCon. You didn't get like the physical swag, you know, the backpack or anything like that, but all the in-game stuff you got. Um, And along with you got to watch the live stream of all the sessions and that sort of thing. Um, You know, at BlizzCon, they always have new games get announced and they'll have playable demos and that kind of thing. And for a lot of those things, what they did was they would have people who were like the community managers for like that community, like uh, the guy who is the World of Warcraft community manager, for example. Um, He sat down at the playable demo for the new World of Warcraft expansion that they had announced and he played through the demo and really took the time to kind of like explain what he was doing, explain what was going on, explain what was different 
from previous, that sort of thing to really kind of like walk you through, hey, you're not here to physically play it yourself like you would have done if you were here. Uh, but since you're not like this is the best thing that we can that we can do. But it was still sort of nice. They took that extra step of not just, well, you can watch a stream of the sessions that they kind of added a lot of those extra things in there, too. So, yeah, that makes um, sense. I, I feel like there's 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 still a lot of room for innovation in that online conference space to sort of make it better than just I'm going to sit in my underwear and watch video streams for 10 hours a day or something like that. You know? Well, and I always think it's disruptive events like like a pandemic and other things that cause us to I agree to yeah. work harder to find new ways to to do things effectively and and in positive manner. So yeah. so it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. It is it is interesting to see too. I mean, a lot of stuff was canceled, but uh, I know a lot of stuff kept going on. So like uh, yesterday, I think was the last day for PAX East in yep. Boston. Uh, they did not cancel PAX. It kept on going. So um, just kind of. Interesting to see how things uh, how things shake out. But. I also think it'll it'll probably be determined from uh, where where folks come from um, as to to where things get canceled. I, I think that's the yeah. Like how much how much is going to come from like different areas of the world where those numbers those infection numbers yep. are a lot higher than others. Yeah. Interestingly, the the one in Florida that I mentioned, either uh, Hillsborough County or one of the other counties. Apparently that was attributed with exposure in Italy. Ah, so, uh, okay. So it was not in China or Japan yeah. or, or anything like that. So interesting. Uh, we live in interesting times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really shows you how interconnected everything is. That. Uh, yeah. Well, and to the point we were having about uh, some of Bill Gates' uh, comments and recommendations is everything really is interconnected and we should do a better job of, of being empathetic and, and, oh, for sure. and helping people uh, across the globe, as opposed to having the attitude of, Oh, I'm okay in my neighborhood, in my house. Right. I'm not going to worry about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not 1900 anymore. <laughs> um, it's, it's a much bigger world than, than your neighborhood or yep. your, your street. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. It's a really naive kind of head in the sand sort of attitude. That, Absolutely. Um, doesn't do anybody any good in the end either. So, Hey, listen, man, I hate to cut this short, but uh, I need to go pack. How about you? Yeah, I do too. I, I got my, uh, you know, I bought a whole shit ton of face masks. So I got to get those in my bag. W will you share? <laughs> will, will you share? Uh, my prices are reasonable. Okay. Let's All say right. that. Good, good deal. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, where can people find you? Uh, me on the internet. Uh, my main website is jfabhd.com. Uh, it's beautiful. It's pink. It links to some of my other social media on there. Um, that's just basically like a static uh, single page with some of my links and a little write-up about me as a person. Uh, if you want to see more of my other content, uh, if you go to unusually.pink, uh, that's the website for my other podcast, the Unusually Pink Podcast. At the landing page, there's a blog. I write random shit posts there. And then uh, I also have all the show notes for all the episodes we record there. How about you? Where should people go find you on the interwebs? And I'm Craft Brew Geek everywhere. So uh, craftbrewgeek.com will take, to, take you to some places. And I'm on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and, and all those things. And still working on that, uh, getting that website out of my <laughs> One of these so, days. <laughs> and, and who knows? We've, uh, we've had conversations. We, uh, 
I might start the uh, Craft Brew Geek uh, podcast soon and uh, uh, might yeah. make sense for you to join me for a couple of episodes. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm always game for another podcast. So, uh, Especially if it involves beer? Just, I've never done one that doesn't, so I don't even know what that's like. That'd be crazy. One more time, shout out to Kyle. Yeah. You, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> you, you saved our ass. Kyle is the man, yeah. yeah. I, I know you and I were talking. Um, I'll, it, it's kind of like a Monday night thing here. They've got some good specials uh, over there. Actually, every day they have pretty good specials over there. But uh, Monday night and Thursday night in particular, I tend to go. So probably in like an hour or two here, I'll uh, meander my way across there and uh, I'll uh, I'll give him my regards. Yeah, make sure uh, you thank him <laughs> and then And he'll, he'll get a, an, an even better tip than normal because he, he saved our ass. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, I'll see you on the flight. Yeah, man, I will see you then. And uh, you know the great part about all this online shit that we do? What's that? Uh, we can keep doing it while we're quarantined at home. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right, we're man. Good. See Peace. ya.